You're listening to the Uncensored Direct Marketing Show. This show is designed for direct response marketers who want raw, unfiltered conversion tips and secrets to scale their offers profitably to reach their next million. I'm Maria Sparagas. I'm the founder of Direct Paynet and your host. Now let's dive in. If you're not American or you have a non-US company and you're selling products mainly to the US, I have a treat for you today. I'm going to go over a couple of the big questions that I get from non-US companies and non-US residents who are selling to the States. Um, and I'm just going to go over you know, the, the, the common things that I get asked and why these things happen. So this episode is for you. I'm going to keep it brief. I just really want to give you guys a little bit of information on how things work, just because I get asked these questions a ton. And uh, a lot of these things are not uh, things that you know people discuss or know about very much. So I'm going to read exactly verbatim what we get asked questions um, in our inbox, just to kind of help you guys out, give you some positioning, and then I'll give you my feedback on it. So uh, to get started, my first question is um, a question that I got recently. So I'm an American citizen, but I reside in the UK. I have a US LLC in Delaware that I got through a registered agent there. I also have a business bank account, an EIN, et cetera. Everything I need to run a fully legal e-commerce business in the States. 90% of my sales come from the US. Now, the person who wrote me this question kind of further went on and gave me some more details, but then was saying, I can't get a payment processor to approve me. So what's up? Why can't I get a payment solution? So, um, you know, just to give you guys a little quick summary, US processors on the application. So when you try you apply for a merchant account, they make you sign something called a personal liability clause. This personal liability clause means that if, you know, your business goes bankrupt or you, you know, you fraud people or whatever the case is, you disappear, that you have personal liability to cover, recover any of the, you know, uh, fees and so forth that come about um, your, your merchant account. This clause is something that, you know, you're going to get on every application it might be called personal guarantee, personal liability, whatever the case is. Um, and what this does is that your processor runs a credit check on you to see what your credit is like, that you've never declared bankruptcy and all this kind of fun stuff. Um, so they need your SSN. If you're not a resident in the U S or, uh, you know, or if your company's abroad or whatever the case is, um, you likely don't have an SSN and that way, um, they can't run a credit check. If they can't run a credit check, then they they have no basis for their personal liability clause. And that's why they decline you. So, you know, there's a couple of ways around it. One of the main things that you can do is you can find somebody in the US that can be a director like meaning they're 0% shareholder. They don't own any part of the company, but they can be a director that can sign applications. Their credit could be checked. Also that comes with some liabilities. So there's not many, there's not everybody that wants to do something like that, but one way around it without giving up uh, ownership is really to get a, a local resident director anywhere in the U.S. Um, another thing, which is going to be kind of counter um, a lot of the advice that I give, but if you have a, a fairly white hat, uh, product, you know, lower risk, then you can rely on somebody like Stripe or PayPal or one of those companies. Obviously the person who wrote this question is not able to work with Stripe. So they'll have to find another solution either to get a merchant account in the region that they're in, or, um, 
you know, or they're going to have to get a director, a local director. Now, if you, if you are able to work with Stripe or PayPal, or at least kind of try to get some traction there, Stripe and PayPal don't have that same requirement. The main reason is that you don't get your own merchant account. When you work with Stripe, Stripe is what we call an aggregator. And, and what they do is they have their master merchant account and they have a whole bunch of merchants below them. So they actually own the merchant account and then they kind of sublease um, small parts of it to different people um, that have their own offers. So you could use one of these third parties. That's one solution. Stripe and PayPal are not the only ones out there. There's quite a few, um, you know, decent sized third parties that are you know, in the, that can get you kind of us processing without you being American or having a us company. So you just have to do a little bit of research and find one of these, they're called aggregators. Um, and you know, perhaps they can help you out. So, you know, it's not the best news, but that's, that's the reality of it. And that's, you know, um, how it works. There are sometimes some exceptions that can happen. For example, if you've been operating a business in Europe or Canada and you're doing seven figures, plus a month, um, you know, the bank, some processors may be willing to make an exception there. They'll ask you for a ton of paperwork and so forth. But in general, if you're doing, you know, lower than seven figures a month, um, there's not going to be many banks that are interested in taking kind of that liability without the volume being there. So uh, without further ado, I'll talk about my next question. So this is another question that I get very often. So uh, I'll, I'll just read it out to you guys. I have a Canadian company and a Canadian merchant account. I sell to Americans and my approval ratio is 72%. My tickets are less than $100 and I don't do anything black hats. So why are so many of my orders being declined? So, I mean, obviously your approval ratio, once you get somebody into your cart and they want to buy, getting a decline transaction really fucking stinks. It's just terrible. And it's just, you know, you 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 did everything you, you had to do to sell them, but then their card, credit card or their payment method fails. So sometimes obviously the person has no money, they're not able to buy, but there are other times where the customer's bank just says no, even though they have money and so forth. And this happens more often when you you're, you have what we call a cross-border merchant account. What that is, is for example, just like my my the person who wrote me this question, if they have a Canadian company and they're selling mainly to Americans, so they're processors in, the, in Canada and they're charging US cards that's considered a cross-border transaction. Same thing if you, you have a European merchant account and you're charging Americans. So first things first is check the decline messages you know, within your gateway, log into your gateway and see why the transactions are being declined uh, and make sure there's no like errors, integration stuff or tech stuff that, that you can fix. Next, look at your declines or your approvals per traffic source. If it kind of always is about the same, then obviously traffic sources are not an issue. But if, for example, YouTube traffic, uh, you're getting an approval ratio of 70%, but then Facebook, you're getting 85. Obviously the quality of the traffic is, um, you know, has to come into account. You have to kind of take, take some steps there to see what you can do to bring uh, the other sources of traffic up to what you're expecting. Uh, if these two things kind of fail, then your third thing is obviously Obviously, and this this is something that you have to keep in mind. When you have a, a, a non-US merchant account, you're charging Americans, your, your approval ratio will always be lower. The main reason for it is debit cards. US debit cards do not convert very well with non-US processors. Um, you know, that's just, just the way it is. I'm not going to kind of go into the nitty-gritty of that, but 
when you're selling consumer products, you know, supplements and so forth, uh, different things, you know, under a couple of hundred bucks, uh, a lot of people use their, you know, Visa debit or MasterCard debit or whatever the case is. And what happens there is that you cannot, you know, the, the, the customer's bank just doesn't want to approve non domestic or non-local transaction, non-US transactions. Debit cards have a different risk profile than credit cards. So the, the customer's bank is just less willing to take a risk on a foreign transaction. It's just the way it is. Typically the, you know, the lower kind of consumer products and the lower your price point, the more debit people use. Um, and that, you know, you're kind of uh, running into that issue a little bit more often. So I don't have a great solution here, guys. I just wanted to explain it to you so you can understand this. Um, the best solution really is to try to minimize the amount of debit that you take. Uh, you know, another episode there is how to recognize how, what's debit, what's credit and so forth. There's some gateways and some, some tech stuff that you can do there. Um, another thing that you can do is you can have your, your primary merchant account in Canada to charge mainly the credit cards. The credit cards usually do a lot better than the debit cards. And then perhaps if it's possible is maybe try to shift most of the debit to like you know, processor like Stripe or PayPal or something like that, or you can try to get ACH through a, a US provider. Um, you can do a couple of nifty things. I'll let you guys send me more questions that we can answer on the podcast, but it's something that you need to know is that debit will not do as well. You'll always get more declines. So there's sometimes it's through no fault of your own. It's just, you know, if, if you, you have no way of getting a, a US merchant account, then this is a problem that you're going to run into. And this is a problem that a lot of merchants in Canada and, and Europe face when they're selling to Americans. So I, you know, I hope that answers your question. And I know this is not necessarily solutions, but it's good to understand the problem because then you can take steps to fix the problem. So I hope this was informative. And as usual, I have tons of content about how to's and what you can do to convert and so forth. So please subscribe, share, and like this episode. And I look forward to seeing you next week.